and young, and welcome to Hell's Youth Loop, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Rave. This is episode 61, The Vicious Cycle. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantabulous episode of Halujuku. I'm Petey Ray, your man with no plan. Here with me is my tag team partner, my friend, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? Hello, bienvenue. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to think of other ones and I couldn't. Oh, never mind. Um... It's another fine episode of uh, the podcast that we do called Hollywood Juku. How you mm-hmm. doing, folks? Mm-hmm. We're gathered here folks. to talk about East Asian pop culture once mm-hmm. again. Uh, and, of course, how we begin every episode, we talk about what's new. Cass, what's what's new? Uh, what's, what's, you know what? Let's do what's really new. What's really new is we waited like an hour for a video to drop <laughs> that didn't really drop. <laughs> Then we found out that it wasn't going to have anyone in it that we gave a fuck about. So we said, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about, we'll talk about that shortly in the headlines a little bit. Uh, but, but other than that, uh, usually you're, you're the person who goes, Hey, uh, I'm going to bring like drama talk and talk about new dramas and all that stuff. But this time you're still going to do that, but I'm going to do it as well. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a couple of dramas that are coming out that I'm pretty excited about. And one of them that I wanted to talk about was The Technicians, uh, which will be premiering on Drama Fever, starring uh, the dude from Ayers. No, not that dude. The other dude. Yeah. <laughs> Kim Moopin, uh, in, a, in his feature film that, debut, that uh, was released in Korea last year, uh, it's going to come to Drama Fever on March 7th. For all of us internationally to see with subtitles and whatnot. Uh, it's gonna be exciting. Uh, it's gonna be cool. It's a, it, it's an interesting premise. It's like, you know, it's the classic just kind of like, uh, you know, con man thing. In fact, it's the original Korean name is the con artist. <laughs> so it's gonna be cool to see kind of Kim Woo Bin acting cool. Uh, kind of like how we saw him in, in, in that episode of Running Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he won't be as clueless though. Yeah. <laughs> Took him a little while to catch on. Yeah, but he but he pulled it out at the end. He he looked like a badass at the end. <laughs> with his like Yeah. With like I'm the spy and shit like boom boom. Uh but yeah. Uh what else? What what else you got going on that you're excited about? So- uh, that's pretty much it on the, the acting side. Other than that, it's all music. Um, and a not all hip hop version of music this time for me. So, uh, I got one song, uh, by uh, the, by Uji from Bestie, mm-hmm. um, featuring the channels, which I have no idea what the channels is. So if you're a fan of the channels, yeah, that's what I'm going to assume. Um, but if you're a fan of the channels, I'm sorry that I don't know what the channels is. But I thought this was a really, 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 really cute Eggyo song. Like, I don't know what to call it. Like a little cute love song. A little puppy love song. Like, it's, uh, Yuji, uh, of Bestie. 
Uh, one of the original members of VXID. One of the three members of Bestie who were originally in EXID before, well, a lot of poop hit the fan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a cute song. It's a cute little love song. It's, a, it's, you know, it's that, uh, standard, uh, we're in the studio recording, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of a music video, but you know, it's kind of a standard for a reason. It's an easy thing to do. It's an easy video to make, you know. I don't, uh, I don't know, because we've seen a few of these recently, right? Like, especially like now, like teasers are released with this in the studio footage too, right? Yeah. Sometimes, and I don't know if I like that or if I hate it. Like, I legitimately am on the fence with a video that is in the studio. Of you making the song, but you're singing the song, and it's the finished song, but I'm watching you make the song. What? Crazy, right? Like, yeah. I'm, like I'm, like, legitimately on the fence. Like, I'm between, like, wanting to stab someone and wanting to hug someone. Like, it's yeah. really, like, a, a hard line that I'm toting right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, it, it, it could go either way with, with stuff like that, but, uh, it's understandable. Uh, but moving on, what else you got for us? Some more Korean hip hop, I believe. Well, you don't have to call me out, but yeah, no, I do. Um, featuring <laughs> one of the guys from, uh, Show Me the Money, which I'm super glad that, that, I mean, cause initially Bobby was one of the guys kind of getting a lot of push, um, after Show Me the Money and partially because he's part of YG and, you know, cause he won Show Me the Money. So he, he used that to kind of further himself as well. But a lot of the other good rappers, uh, Vasco, who else put out something? Um, Iron, Iron has put out some stuff. Gilly Boy has put out some stuff. Um, and, and now Otelli, which <laughs> you had to ask me a few times how it was pronounced. Um, yeah, uh, is starting to put out put out some songs and Otelli was one of the guys who kind of grew on me throughout that show um, and I really like some of his stuff and he does a lot of this kind of weird schoolboy uh, like styled stuff um, and this one is called Graduation and I thought it was like a really fun like nod to to your high school years yeah. and your your formative years of school which he always seems to want to talk about and always kind of seems to be a theme and element oh of yeah. his music <laughs> uh yeah and it's a nice little song for all the people graduating right now uh in in korea uh i know that there was an announcement of people graduating college at least and i imagine graduating high school as well uh, so that's, that's exciting for them. Give them their song. And, and mm-hmm. preferably better than that, that dumb vitamin C song that we had in like the late 90s or the like. Cause that, that song was dumb. Uh, but this, yeah. was, this song's nice. This song is cool. Uh, and it's a cool video and it, it, it has, uh, it, it, it invokes that feeling of like saying, oh, we're, we're graduating. Uh, and it's really cool. Uh, but lastly, mm-hmm. last yeah, one now. I definitely, least. I definitely got that feel as well. All right. So lastly, I kind of put this in here because everything else I found I didn't like. <laughs> Not to say that I thought this was the greatest thing in the world, but, uh, Vix is slowly kind of growing on me a little bit. Um, so Vix, 
<laughs> yeah. Like, there's really no other way I can introduce that. It's fucking Vix. I don't Vix. give a fuck at the end of the day. But it's Vix. So I think if I mention Vix, our viewership goes up by like three. Yeah. So Vix is, uh, love equation or Ibyor, uh, Konsik. Uh, Ibyor Konsik, uh, love equation. Um, it's different though. So this is different from what we've seen from Vix recently. What we know of Vix is the, the like, dark, you know, supernatural stuff, the dark menacing songs, the brooding songs. And then suddenly it's this very cute, upbeat, uh, ego filled, uh, love song. Some people are kind of equating it to like more old school K-pop style. Uh, more along the lines of the, you know, the HOT era, stuff like that, uh, which is understandable. And it's like, it, it's Vix. Uh, and, and I know, I know them fangirls, their, their, their fandom is really like, Hey, this is finally the song that's going to break them through. Yay. They're like, okay, cool. Here's your song. <laughs> it's a, it's a good, okay song. It's, it's not my style. It's an okay song, but it's not my style. Cause like, you know, yeah. uh, I'm not, yeah, it, it was one of those things like, toys. I, I clicked on it and then I watched it and then I was like, is that Vix? <laughs> like, it was like, <laughs> did, did Vix change? Like, and I was like, no, this is, this is Vix. It's guys. just like, I know that guy and uh, yeah. he's, uh, he's on Big <laughs> Beyond and I know the other guy who's in Big right. Beyond. Yeah. But it was very, it's very like, like you said, it's very different uh, than what you're normally kind of well, what we normally know of Vix. Yeah. Uh, th- th- this may be something that's kind of never usually friendly promoted by them, but maybe in their catalog. But you know, it's just one of those things that I'm not very familiar with uh, from them. But yeah, it'll 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 do well, and the, their fandom will love it. Ah, uh. of course. <laughs> Uh, it's already sold 12 copies. Yes. 12, I mean, t- a lot of copies. I don't 12 million copies. I don't know. Yeah, 12, mil- 12, 12 billion uh, copies. It's already sold like a th- a th- 12 million copies, uh, t- to like 300 people. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's how, that's, that's why, and that's how fandoms work. <laughs> If you understand, well, we love to... the Vix fans. The Vix fans are amazing. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's still a cool song. Uh, but moving on, uh, I, I have a couple of cool things. Uh, first, a couple of dramas that have caught my attention, specifically cable dramas, which is interesting. A couple of cable dramas, one on, uh, TV, no, one on JTBC. Uh, and one on NBC Everyone or NBC Drama, which is one of their, like, cable, uh, iterations. The NBC's is, like, cable channels. Kind of like ABC Family or whatever. Um, uh, first off, on JTBC, uh, is a show that caught my attention. It's actually a fun, it, it turned out a really fun comedy. It, it, it's, it, it's a show that on its face seems like it is a silly premise, which it does. Mm-hmm. But it works well and it's funny. And that is, uh, Detectives of Sonam Girls High School. Uh, the premise of the show is that, uh, these girls, there's this school, Sonam Girls High School, and then these, girls, these group of girls decide to have a detectives club. <laughs> is this, is this like a fucking babysitter's club? Yeah. <laughs> 
they, except that, you know, they're, they're detectives club, uh, and they <laughs> saw Racers club. Like, and even though it was a club of girls who babysit, it ended up being like, a, hold on, now I got a fucking Google fucking babysitter. <laughs> well, and here's the, they, they describe it pretty well. There's a, there are a lot of dark secrets at Sonam Girls High School, but nothing is too difficult to solve for the school's Sherlockian group of private investigators. Uh, mentored by their teacher, Hyun Jun, uh, he doesn't really mentor them that well, but, uh, these beautiful and intelligent sleuths, uh, An Cheyul, uh, Iyehi, Yumido, Kim Haje, and Choi Hanjun, uh, use investigatory finesse to solve hot button cases, including abortion, bullying, and suicide. Uh, so the main character, An Cheyul, this is one of those situations where she's like, she stumbles into, she gets ripped into being in detectives, into the detectives club, and they decide to, uh, she slowly starts being won over by them. Uh, and they actually do solve, you know, it's kind of a monster of the week, uh, style, although uh, they, they, the cases do span, at least sometimes span two weeks, but, uh, it is kind of a, you know, they, it's very episodic, kind of go from case to case. And they do touch on hot button issues like, uh, bullying, attempted suicide, abortions, and, uh, you know, things like that, you know, uh, living up to your parents' expectations. It, it does well. It does those kind of things, but it's actually pretty fun and funny. Uh, they do it with a lot of humor and a lot of silly humor. This is also the show that is starring, uh, Hieti from Girls Day. Uh, and they have a lot of fun because, uh, especially early, uh, the episodes they did, like, the cold opens would be just, like, a skit. Like, one of them would be the, uh, like, a little commercial for the, for the one character's parents' chicken store. <laughs> uh, and then one of the ones in between was a press conference with Hiede going, I've heard a lot of rumors about my acting and people t- saying about my acting, well, one day... My acting will improve as she runs off and it, it just kind of becomes a, a funny skit. Uh, it, it is, it is a, a fun, funny show that works well. It has a lot of silliness. It's not perfect, but I think it works well. I think it's a, for, for what it is, it works really well. Uh, it's getting it, it uh, it, it would be a show, it would be a premise and a show that I think could last multiple seasons if, if they gave it a chance. Obviously, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it has its order, uh, and apparently it already got cut short, so it probably won't go, <laughs> uh, multiple seasons, even if they did do that, because apparently it's not doing well ratings wise, but it's still a fun show worth checking out. Uh, Detectives of Sonam Girls High School. Uh, the other show, that uh, is can I can I say before you move on? Yes. Two things I just learned: Babysitters Club had nothing to do with solving mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think you're talking about Sweet Valley High. Maybe and I don't even. I'm not even sure that's that's true. God damn it! You know how many years? You know how many years of my life? I thought the Babysitter's Club was about a bunch of girls who started out as babysitters and then started a fucking detective agency. Like, 
This is years of my life <laughs> taken away. Damn. Oh, I need therapy now. All right. The boy needs therapy. Uh, but moving on <laughs> from that re- revelation, uh, Sweden laundry. Uh, Sweden laundry is, it, 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 okay, another, uh, possibly silly premise. It's kind of silly, but a lot of humor, a lot of heart, and a lot of fun. Uh, it's, the main character is Kim Bum. She, she's not very well treated by her family. Uh, she kind of longs for, to find her own thing, and her thing was that she's really good at laundry. <laughs> like, uh, she really, it just kind of was her thing. She kind of found a bit of relief cleaning clothes and being really good at it, you know. Uh, so she starts her own laundromat that people mistake for a cafe early on, because it's kind of her personal, like, laundromat that she uh, does emergency, you know, cleaning with. Uh, but the twist is the twist. Um, so she was inspired by her grandma who passed, who passed away, uh, you know, recently in the show. Uh, what, what she finds out as she, as soon as she opens the laundromat, uh, is that she now has a special superpower in that when she gets certain customers laundry and she touches it, she gets a vision as to what their current problems are. And then, like a little glimpse of a future scene, it, it hinting of what how they're going to solve it. It is it is a somewhat silly premise. It is a silly premise. I admit that, but You're it is a to my therapy now. <laughs> but it is a really fun mm-hmm. show. It is a really fun show. It's funny. Uh the characters are fun and ridiculous. Uh they work well together. The um, uh, it's pretty episodic. It's, this one is definitely, mon- you know, problem of the week. <laughs> it's one, she touches one person's laundry. She finds out what their problem is. She solves it within that one episode. And then other things are, you know, established around her. And it is, it works well. And it's actually pretty fun and funny. And, and the characters are fun. Uh, and I think it's worth checking out. It is getting into its end game. It's at episode 14 of 16. So it, they stopped being a weekly show, started building up to its end game. Uh, but it's definitely a, 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 a show that if it had a chance to do it, could be, could have been a multi-season show where they, it was just like this, you know, every week there's a new person who's, has problems and then, also, it deals with more of those hot button issues, uh, you know, stalking, abuse, you know, adultery, things like that. Uh, but it's in a comedic way, and I think it works really well. Sweden Laundry. So, both shows worth checking out. Does have that little bit of a silly premise, understandably so, but despite that, work really well. All right, some music. Uh, before we get into headlines, some some music. Uh, yeah, music. First it's off, uh, a really cool thing. Exid. Of course, we know Exid is up and down. We are. Uh, they actually got a chance to do a CF. Uh, they got to do you know to to get them endorsements. Uh, they did a commercial for LG U Plus uh service, 
and did a version of We Are It where they substituted in lyrics about upstreams and downstreams and uh, <laughs> having faster download speeds. <laughs> can, can I say, I didn't, and you know how we love to talk about pre-show things, I, uh, it, it, this thought to me is psychotic on how famous this song has become well after its release. Yeah. <laughs> like... It's all one fan cam, and then suddenly everybody is on that We Out It bandwagon. Right. It's like the the spin on that is so crazy because they pretty much thought like, okay, that was that was done, didn't go so well, moving on to the next thing, and they you know had all these other things lined up that they kind of were just like you know put the brakes on and like, oh, that other song is really popular now. Let's milk the fuck out of it <laughs> uh, you know and not yeah. to their not to their dismay yeah it's, it's uh i think it's worth doing i think it's fantastic i think it's it you know it that it, it, it's nice seeing them finally get their due uh you know especially after uh you know having to move agencies being away for like two years not being able to do anything uh, they, like, Hani has joked on, 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 on variety shows that there were times where they were so bored. They, 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 they weren't busy at all. They had to lie to their parents over, like, Lunar New Year that they, they were busy and, like, they were just sitting around the, their, uh, dorm, uh, in, like, just like, uh, waiting around for hoping somebody would hire, uh, cast them for something. And so bored that they invented the self, the, the foot selfie stick. Like Honey, Honey invented the, uh, came up with the idea of using her foot as a selfie stick long before selfie sticks, uh, became a thing and so that her hands could be both in the shot. Uh, that's how bored they were. But now they're getting their due and one person is really cool that's getting their due is Solji. Uh, she's been getting recognition and getting opportunities to show what she can do vocally because she's a fantastic singer. She's been, uh, being able to do things like performing on the Lunar New Year special that the NBC had, uh, Mask Singer. And apparently it was like a, you know, a, a competition of people singing with masks on to kind of hide their appearance and hide who they are. Just, you know, sight unseen, people voted on singers. And she won the whole thing. Uh, nice. And with fantastic performances on say Like, there's this one song that was fantastic uh the song we should have been friends uh just mind-blowingly good like it was just fantastic her vocals are so on point and i'm so glad she's getting recognition and, and the crazy thing that i found out and i told you about this uh you know uh, on on by ourselves i told you over, over skype and whatnot i found out that she was in a group before this i, I didn't know this she was in a group called 2nb before this and yeah she's been in she's been doing music for a while now not to the point where she debuted before big bang she debuted before 21 before <laughs> girls generation before big bang like she the, she was in a group uh 2mb who that premiered that debuted in may of 2006 uh and she's been in the business uh professionally for a Eight years now, going on nine years in a few months. So she's fi- and now finally starting to get like 
her dues, you know, finally getting her dues back. Uh, and I, I find it funny that I wonder how many people that she runs across while she's in that EXID know that she is their sunbay. <laughs> like, it was like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she's somebody that would, uh, remind them. <laughs> it was like, it's like, uh, it's like, hey, just so you know, I came into this business three years before you did. So how about you go ahead and call me somebody? <laughs> uh, yeah. But she doesn't seem like the kind of person to do that. But it, it's crazy to think that she's been in the business longer than, than, uh, the amount of people that, like, you know, for a minute, like, she, she was there before them. She was there before Tiara. She was there before all of these people. Uh, and now she's, she's, now she's getting her dues, uh, which is kind of crazy. I don't know. What, 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 what was your thoughts? Just on that. It wasn't as crazy to me because it's the thing. Like you always, you always find out these things like way later on in life that like, oh man, this person used to be in this thing or that thing or something, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think the more crazy thing, uh, I think the more crazy thing for me is the fact that she got that second chance and it turned out to be really, really good. Yeah. I think it, it, it I'm, I'm glad it turned out to be so good for her. Uh, cause she's got chops. Uh, she's got chops and she really contributes well to EXID, a group that, that, you know, has people that have talent and skill and, and are, have paid their dues. Like, uh, you know, she's got the singing chops. Uh, Ellie has, is the, is a fantastic rapper and writer, like songwriter. Uh, and she's, you know, she's, uh, she's written for other people. She's written for Hyanna. She's written for Troublemaker. She's written for, uh, a, you know, several other people. Uh, Solji's, uh, sang guide vocals left and right. You know, <laughs> it's always that, it's always the, those singers is like, there's uber talented unknown singers. You always find out, oh yeah, she, she sang guide vocals to like these 15, 30, you know, 30 other songs. So like, uh, it's like the, the, the life of, of a super talented singer. But, uh, it's nice to see Solji get her due. Uh, but yeah, but moving on, a couple of the cool, re- uh, releases that I want to talk about. Uh, Rainbow is back. Uh, the Rainbow, the group proper, not Rainbow Black, but Rainbow, uh, with their song Black Swan. And it is Rainbow as a group entirely, but it's definitely styled after more of a Rainbow Black-esque. Uh, and not a lot of colors. <laughs> uh, it is a very cool song. It, people have been a little bit split on like the chorus and how well it builds up and, Things like that. But overall, it, it is a very cool song. It has a very good, uh, economy of sound. Uh, it doesn't throw in every, you know, every loop and fruity loops into, you know, one produced song. It, <laughs> it's, it, it keeps things simple. Uh, it builds things up really well. The chorus isn't, uh, as catchy as you would, uh, want it to be, but it is interesting and it, it provides a nice contrast. And overall, it's a, it's a pretty cool song. What did you think of Rainbow's, Rainbow's long awaited comeback? 
Um, I remember talking about them, and I remember liking them somewhat. Um, ooh, excuse me. Um, but I think I I think I kind of went into this when you sent me like, oh, hey, Rainbow's back. Like, I I kind of clicked on it and expected it to be really lackluster, and I think at the moment, like, I just I wasn't like full on into it, but and I kind of skipped through it a bit, but like when I listened to it earlier today, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was a really good comeback. I kind of like this sepia tone look that they're going with. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of this Black very like, white. yeah, yeah, very dark tone thing. Um, really yeah. like, cause it, it's not a sexy concept. It's not a, it's not, it's not full on a dark concept, even though you could say it's a really dark, mysterious kind of sexy concept. But I think it's just like a really cool artsy kind of, you know, high fashion thing. Yeah. Uh, the visuals are pretty on point. Uh, they all look lovely. Jay Kyung, uh, looks lovely as always. Uh, Hey, they, they, the visuals work really well. The, the song is interesting. The, this, the, the music video doesn't do a whole lot. It's not a very complex music video, but, uh, you know, it's very much a dance in a box, but it, it does it well. I think that's been the sentiment, uh, when people have been reviewing it is that the, the music videos, uh, set up really, uh, economically well. Uh, with, 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 with a good variety with, you know, using, uh, using little touches to create a nice variety between the different sets. Uh, yeah. and, and it, it works well. And I love that, you know, Jisook looks really cool because she's, Jisook is just so, just a cool character. Like she, the fact that on her like neighbor blog, she she has an, an her annual visit to the Kidult Toy Fair uh, <laughs> in Korea, which is all like the the toys and Gundams and like you know, Gundams and like all like uh you know the, the 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 classic toy stuff and and she'll like always get her stash of toys that she takes from there uh that she buys from there and and she just like seems like a really cool uh, smart interesting personality and uh. I definitely, if, if, you know, if they have more quality songs like this, uh, then they might be a group I'll start following more intensely. Uh, so. Yeah, I can, I can, I can agree with that sentiment. Mm -hmm. Alright, so, uh, one other cool new, uh, oh, a couple of other cool, uh, interesting releases, but one cool new release, uh, James, who we know of, uh, from being, uh, featured on Ziako's, uh, a uh, recent song, uh, well done, uh, released his own track in his own midi video for Drinks Up featuring Wasa of Mamamoo, uh, my girl, Wasa. Uh, and it's, it's an interesting song and video, uh, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I like it. It works well, but it is definitely a little bit, uh, different. It's just a little yeah. bit different. It's, um, what words could we use? Eclectic, <laughs> eccentric, drunk, 
<laughs> kind of out there, yeah. Um, I, I, I understand. I, I full on understand what they were going for. Um, and I kind of love the feel of the song, even though I didn't really like the song overall. Uh, which I know, I know it's a weird thing to say, but, um, I, I like kind of where the song was taking me and I love the visuals to go along with it. But at the same time, they didn't super, super duper grab me. Like there, there were just a lot of issues that at points would take me out of it. But other than that, like it, it's something at least worth checking out in this kind of hip hop category that we're always talking about that. Like there are these different things that you can, you can see in here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but definitely goes through a journey, <laughs> like, like, uh, a wild bender. <laughs> uh, and I had to struggle to find Wasa's part, but, you know, uh, but it, it was an interesting song and video and definitely thought it was uh, worth, uh, bringing up and telling people to check out. Uh, and before we go into the headlines, I want to throw in another cool song, uh, video that, uh, I think is worth checking out. Uh, Esna, the kind of the behind the scenes personality and singer, uh, that has been kind of making headway, you know, former YouTuber, uh, akin to Mm -hmm. Megan Lee and, uh, Eric Nam and whatnot, uh, who was the person, one, one of the people behind the, you know, uh, has writing credit for this song, you know, the Korean version, uh, by Soyu and Jung Go, uh, did her own version of some. Uh, the song we named the comeback of 2014, uh, when it came to solo, you know, solo and et cetera, uh, did her own really cool version of it, a different sound, just a piano, uh, and just her like singing. And it's a little more soulful rather than like this bouncy pop tune. Uh, so it's definitely, really, uh, you know, definitely worth checking out as something different, a different variation. Uh, yeah, and I kind of dug it. What did, what did you think of like? I I really like the song, but the the thing I just thought of is this is basically still another in the studio video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is another like we're in the studio. This is a, uh, putting the song together. Yeah, uh, this is like the, is- the live recording, you know. But it's still the it's still the in the studio thing. Like I, I I think we need to like start taking a tally on these things of these yes. <laughs> for live back. recording videos, like um, pretty funny. Yeah. Uh but yeah, Esna, really cool voice and I and I like this 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 version, this different uh feel on the song as well. Uh really dug it. Uh but yeah. Now we move on. So that was all of what's new. We're going to move on to a pretty meaty headline segment, kind of a heady, meaty uh, headline segment. So go ahead. I don't, I don't know what words I'm using. Go ahead and join us over there. Howdy folks, welcome back. We're here on our headline segment. You can tell that it's our headline segment because it says so right under here. 
Yeah, this is our this is our some of our lovely new art that was created for us um, by a good friend, which I forgot what their email is, and I'll fucking say it in the next episode. I'll pump it. Yeah. I'll pump it in every fucking segment. I'll pump it, pump it until it can't be pumped anymore. Pump it no. all um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about some topic topics. We got a lot to talk about and some uh big, big, big topics, big things, big subject matter. I'll talk about, but let's talk first. So, uh, let me paint a scene. I was at work today. This is, today's Tuesday. We're actually recording a little later than we usually do. Uh, if I manage to get this tomorrow, we'll <laughs> get this up tomorrow, Wednesday. I, I'm going to give myself a medal. Uh, but <laughs> this is Tuesday. So today I was at work. Uh, I was in what we refer to over our, you know, in amongst, uh, uh the people at work, uh, the back office. Um, uh, I was in the back office, you know, uh, and what, as I just want to do when you are in the back office, I had my phone, you know, sitting with my phone, just minding my business. Uh, and I look up on Reddit and I find that GI, a girl is a global icon. We're going to have a comeback, uh, today. And it was like, that was going to come out, you know, uh, t- noon Korean time, you know, which is around 10 o'clock, you know, uh, us time. Uh, you know, it was going to come out, new song, uh, they were going to come back. They had a really cool logo. I was excited. I was like, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was, you know, I finished my work shift. I was, when I was going on my way home, I even, I Skyped Kaz, uh, I Skyped Kaz letting him know, Hey, you know, the, the GI is coming back in an hour and 15 minutes, you know, it's gonna be a new track. It's like, uh, and when I was excited, I kept keeping track and we were getting ready. I was like, you know, refreshing things and finding out about things and, you know, checking the GI International Twitter account and whatnot. Uh, and then, uh, this headline kind of landed on our, on, on my lap and suddenly it got less excited. Uh, GI's Autumn and One Cat reported to have filed lawsuit against agency. Um, yeah. Although, GI's uh, new single release is today. It seems fans are in for some bad news. I'm, we're afraid we've got some bad news. Uh, as word has come that some of the members that are actually in a legal battle with their agency, Simtong Entertainment. Uh, according to an exclusive by Herald Pop, some of the members have requested the agency to terminate the contracts. Original member Autumn decided to leave the group last year and is in the midst of a lawsuit to terminate her contract with the agency. Uh, and another original member, One Cat, is now also in the process of filing against the agency. Member Hyun also left last year, but her leave was agreed upon by both her and the agency. What makes her so special? Uh, it's said that Autumn and One Cat are asking for their contracts to be terminated due to the conflicts that arose during Hyun's leave and the delays that came with their album release. They are insisting that it is due to the shortcoming of the agency that such problems occurred. Simtong, however, are of the position that Autumn and One Cat have violated their contracts and that the agency has invested a lot of money into the members' training, housing, and promotions. Uh, they just told, we're currently in a meeting. We will soon release our official statement. Uh, we haven't heard anything as far as official statement. Uh, I could go to the, uh, all K-poop, uh, front page and find out maybe something else, but, uh, as far as we know, they haven't released an official statement. <laughs> and I listened to, I, I listened to a snippet on Melon. The song is okay, and I, but I really don't care. Uh, yeah. no one cat. 
<laughs> yeah, no, like two of their founding members, <laughs> as we like to say in this, like which which we didn't even like we we had been speculating a lot and a lot about the fact that we had not heard anything from a, a group that came out with a really strong imprint in in GI Global Icon, and we had kept wondering like why we had not heard anything from them and why nothing was going on with this group and it this is the shoe that drops when they're supposed to be dropping a new record that <laughs> the two of their members are trying to get out of the group and yeah. suing them and then it also made me think about the fact that we hadn't we haven't heard anything from alphabet in months you know, so like it, it just seems like there's really something shady going on over at this label, Song uh, Entertainment. Yeah, um, it, 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 I knew that two members had left. I knew that Adam and and uh, and the other one uh, had left. Uh, and I figured, well, the, you know, there's three members left. They might have restocked with another vocalist or whatever. We'll find out how it came about. You know how how things, but this one's like. With with one cat leaving at this point, I'm going to consider this group disbanded. And as far as I'm concerned, they are dead to me. Right. So I, I like at this point, I'm trying to think what is being released. Like what what did we what did we wait almost two hours for? Well, half of that hour I was playing a uh, fucking league, but <laughs> like what. What is it that we're 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 waiting for? You know? Yeah. It was a song called Echo. I listened to a little bit of on, it on 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 Melon. Yeah. It's it's okay. Whatever. It's, <laughs> it's, it was uh, that <laughs> little snippet. It's nothing special. It was kind of a ballady. It's kind of like the song, but it's like I don't care. One cat's not going to be in the group anymore, so yeah. I don't care. And no track featuring Doki. No. That's really all I'm <laughs> you know st- you know, I started listening to like a lot of stuff that I've, I've like kind of ha- I have in my backlog of things. And I just like every so often, like every third or fourth like track, Doki's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Doki's trying to take like, over that, that guest rapper role that Bumkey lost. <laughs> <laughs> But he's been quietly like I think he was the number two guest rapper on everything. Like like yeah. if you didn't get Bumkey, you got Doki, right? Yeah. And then like now that and like now it's rising since Bumkey's gone. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just like like Doki is taking that spot. So like now I'm trying to figure out who the next guy is, and I think it might be Jay Park. Like yeah. Jay Park is like the guy who's always on a track as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that aside. We were gonna miss GI. They really had a lot of promise. Uh, it makes yeah. us sad. Like to we, we really, really like. Go listen to the episode where we reviewed that the album, uh, their 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 mini album that they had yeah. put out. Like we were super excited. We were super into it. We loved the concept. We dug everything about it. Like, and yeah. we just thought it was gonna be something that was. We didn't think it was gonna dominate, but we thought it was gonna really. Hold a place, a uh, void. like the, that void that we've been looking for, like you know that that fierce girl group. Uh, yeah, which there are some candidates out there, uh, in in different forms. Uh, you know, like Mama Boo, like I said before. Uh, but you know, Dr. was was our hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully, this works out well for one cat if she can find 
she this they can reach an amicable conclusion and uh she can find you know a different path in her career being one cat i will support her 1000% yeah we know we know you know this show loves one cat one cat is our bias yeah <laughs> our, our no. gi bias she uh, she was really cool so it's just i i want to see more from her i know i know there have been a few little things here and there but i would definitely definitely want to get a chance to see more stuff from her and hopefully we do Mm-hmm. All right, so quickly another. <laughs> I'm gonna bring down. We're gonna bring. We're, we're bringing the mood down even further. Uh, <laughs> Bob girls disbands after Gina diagnosed with encephalitis. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Just ahead. <laughs> uh, most people understandably weren't paying much attention to Bob girls, but it was odd when two of the members unfollowed everybody on Instagram, which I didn't know. And we're leaving messages like, I'm all right and stuff of that nature. What all makes a lot more sense now that Chrome Entertainment announced that the group would be disbanding, uh, because member Gina was diagnosed with encephalitis. For those that don't know, that's swelling of the brain. <laughs> uh, that, and it's pretty bad and can have some, uh, bad side effects. Uh, the same, we learned about Gina's health issue around December. After being tested at the hospital, we learned that she had developed encephalitis. It's not severe, but it is something that does take consistent care and treatment. Although it's fine when leading a normal day life, the doctor's opinion was that it might be difficult to carry on the life of the singer. Uh, the other members also felt bad about continuing promotions as Bob grows while Gina was, is unwell. The contracts have been der- terminated and we made this decision in hopes that these friends will be able to continue on celebrity activities on soon under a better company. Um yeah, the, you know, talk about the, the disease is fatal, but Chrome pretty much handled things about as well as they did. They pretty much let them go. No debt responsibilities, no uh you know, no uh no uh holding them, you know, on for anything. No debt, no anything. Just free and clear. Find, you know, give them a chance to find new agencies, find new career paths. Uh, but it is kind of a bummer. <laughs> it is kind of a bummer. So you could, you, there, there's a few ways you could take this, right? Like you could take this as like, wow, that's really cool of them. Or you could think this as like, they kind of washed their hands of these girls. Yeah, on some level, uh, they weren't super successful and a girl group is hard to manage. I think, it was a a balanced thing. They could have done a lot of things, but the fact that you know they 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 washed their hands, but at the very least they did it in a way that lets them have the freedom that they had. Uh, the the fact that they they absolved them of their debt <laughs> is the the step. I think there is there is a benefit to them, but I think on some level they also Chrome just tends to do things the right way. And yes, it, 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 it does benefit them to kind of, you know, wash their hands of the kind of the group, uh, especially considering that uh, Gina was going to need to take care, you know, take care of her health. Uh, but at the very least, they're letting one of the, you know, they're letting her take care of her health and let, they're letting the group kind of find their own path. Uh, and they had a really great statement, uh, where they kind of go into detail and I linked it. I'm going to link it in the show notes so people can read it. Uh, but they go into pretty good detail and, 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 uh, it's it, into what happened and their thoughts and, uh, and they wish everyone well. So, uh, yeah, it, it, they definitely, I think 
it was probably, it was definitely in their best interest to kind of, you know, let the group go just cause they were, you know, it wasn't a big money maker and the fact that it was gonna, there was gonna be a big hiatus. But yeah, I think, I think it, it's a bummer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a big bummer. Uh, but we wish the Bob girls, wherever their paths lead them, well. And, uh, especially Gina, cause she's, she's, a, a adorable and, uh, she, she was fantastic and she's a fantastic ping pong player. Uh, and hopefully she yep. finds her path, maybe professional ping pong. I don't know. <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Moving on. All right. So this is going to be the, where we get really, <laughs> we're really serious. Um, all right. So. This is one headline, uh, we found out, uh, so, Kim Hyun Jung, uh, mm-hmm. are you familiar with this fellow named Kim, Kim Hyun Jung? Oh, uh, let me look at him. I looked at this, but I forgot to. He was, uh, Keep... one of the people starring, that starred on Boys Over Flowers. Uh, he's started in other things. Mm-hmm. He's basically one of your classic flower boy actor guys. Uh, and also, uh, he's a, he's a piece of shit. Uh, and one of the reasons we know he's a piece of shit, uh, is because he has, uh, uh, back in, say, what was it, August of last year, I want to say? Yeah. Uh, further along last year, August, oh, September, uh, I want to say, uh, he will, he brought charges brought against him by an ex-girlfriend, uh, claiming of assault. And then, you know, through, um, multiple backs and forth, he admitted to, uh, hitting her once, admitted to beating her once, and then admitted, uh, separately to one incident that resulted in the ex-girlfriend's ribs being broken. Ostensibly saying that he was practicing martial arts. Uh, quote unquote. So, which nobody believes. <laughs> he, uh, he, he previously admitted to beating his girlfriend once and said that he broke her ribs practicing martial arts in a, uh, in a separate incident. And now, alright, so now we got a report recently. Uh, let's gather ourselves. The first headline of this, we got the uh, report recently that he was reunited with the ex-girlfriend because they were expecting a child. This is this is the headline that showed up in, this weekend. It's a headline that uh, I was teasing with on you know fanny pack about the fact that we were going to talk about abuse dynamics, uh, and it's the 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 headline that got me infuriated all weekend. Considering the fact that it seemed like she was going to be forced to marry this guy, marry her abuser, is because she was pregnant with his child. Um, and then, you know, dispatch, uh, included a timeline of events, which involved, you know, the indictment, uh, you know, her submitting the complaint to the police, him trying to get back into her good graces, him, you know, manipulating himself back into her life and back into her world, and then getting her pregnant. <laughs> And, uh, and then them finding out about it. And, you know, the assault case wraps up, the fine being issued. And it's all just so, you know, it is very much, uh, she essentially used the apology negotiation process to manipulate her and get back into her pants. Um, 
which, you know, and of course, even just that got her a lot of crap and got her victim blamed, of course, because it's the internet. Um, and basically blaming her, you know, inter- Korean international, international netizens are basically blaming her for getting back with him. Uh, not understanding how, you know, abuser dynamics work and the cycle of abuse works and, uh, how, you know, how trapped an abusee can feel. Uh, even somebody in the comments did a handy little, provided handy little article, uh, on the 10 reasons, uh, why women don't leave their abusers. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like, and we'll, we'll look at them, things like women may lack social support. One of the hallmarks of an abusive relationship is an abuser gradually gradually isolating the victim from a support network, including friends and family. Uh, you know, uh, since it happens over the time, often victims of domestic violence don't even realize what's happening until it's too late. They have limited financial resources. She's not a celebrity. He is. <laughs> like, uh, they may have limited work experience, child custody, not being able to take a pet, you know, things like that. Uh, but of course, you know, that, 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 that'll never, that kind of logic will never get in the way of Team Opa didn't mean it. <laughs> team Breezy has got nothing on Team Opa didn't mean it. <laughs> um, I will, and then, uh, we got that headline. We did, however, get the, uh, follow up headline that where Keys says that they are not getting married, that they couldn't confirm the pregnancy reports. Uh, the, the ex-girlfriend side uh, launched back with saying that, yes, she is pregnant, and yes, they sent their team proof and information about the pregnancy, and we're simply contacting them to let them know, uh, but that they weren't, you know, their ex-girlfriend wasn't, was avoiding meeting with Kim Hyung-jung, and of course, people were completely confused by why she wouldn't want to meet with her abuser. I, I wonder yeah. why. Um, and then it goes back and forth, and and it, it, there's these great writers from Asian Junkie. This is where me and IATFB of Asian Junkie, we, we're we're simpatico. We, we we see eye to eye because he's been he write great you know great great write ups. That pretty much say exactly what I, articulate well what exactly what I've been thinking. Uh, I highly recommend reading it up on them. Uh, and, you know, the, 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 the illusion that is out there from Team Opa didn't mean it. Um, Kaz, <laughs> want to yeah. dive in. What, what, what are your thoughts looking at all this situation and, uh, <laughs> what are your hopes for it going forward. Um, it's, it's hard to, to say when you're not right there in those situations, you know, it, it's really, really hard to say what happened. I mean, he, he definitely is, he definitely did bad you know like that that there's no way around that that he definitely did something bad he owned up to it but he didn't he definitely didn't own up to it right away he tried to see if it would go and tried to try to see if it would go away first um 
the fact that he got back with her seems really strange. You know, it, it, it could be the, the manipulation of somebody who, who is possessive and all those kinds of things. And it just, it just makes you think a lot about him when you, when you read it that way. Um, but like you said, you like, you, you don't know all the things, but with the things that you do know, it just does make him seem like a really scummy person. Uh, the narrative yeah. fits well. I mean, we don't know everything for sure, but the narrative fits well. We, we, those that know the narrative of, you know, abuse and domestic abuse and psychological abuse and like, you know, the fact that he admitted to hitting her. And if you know anything about, you know, the cycles of abuse, you know that the hit isn't something that just happens. You don't just like happy relation, happy relation, happy relation, slap. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's other things that are happening before that, things on a psychological yeah. level, and then, you know, then it gets physical. Uh, and the, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad, I was extremely worried about the idea, because you know, well, those of us that know a little bit of how the kind of things are in South Korea and have learned and have read and have listened from people that live there know that, uh, there is a big stigma on being a single mom. Like yeah. single mothers have a huge stigma to them and it's, it's sad. And we knew, you know, that the possibility was there that, that she would have to get married to her abuser because she was pregnant because being a single mom might not be an option and that their families would just decide for them. But it looks like maybe she has the support structure to be able to say, actually, no. And she's avoiding him, and rightfully so. Uh, she's avoiding being in the room with him, and I think she should never have to be in the room with him if, you know, the accusations yeah. are true. She should, that you know, she does not need to ever be in the same room with him. That, you know, let her, if she needs to testify in court, that's fine. Whatever, I think the case was solved any resolved anyways. So this is all just <laughs> civil stuff, and that's all stuff that their lawyers can handle. You know, that's all stuff that their lawyers can handle. Their lawyers can negotiate. You know, let them be on their own. You know, in their own lives. Uh, especially considering that he is soon to enlist in the army, supposedly. Uh, so he's gonna be gone for two years anyways. So this could work out for the better. Uh, as, you know, as best as you could say when, you know, somebody's gonna have to raise a kid with, you know, uh, whose father is the man that, uh, that physically abused her. Yeah. Uh, but as, as, as sad as the situation that is, Maybe, you know, maybe some, a silver, you know, a, 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 a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, mm-hmm. on the idea that maybe she wouldn't be forced into marrying this guy and then she'll yeah, get a chance to it, just it, like raise the kid. It's a little own. sad because it would definitely be a lot easier if this was kind of almost anywhere else in the world. Like, I mean, there are, are other places definitely where you have the kind of the same stigma and the same kind of it. it's it's your kid together, so you gotta raise them together, you know, like, thing. Um, 
but it like that's the part to me that is is rough, you know. Yeah. Like that's the part that gets me is the whole you know, like that Korean thing of just like, well, you made that kid together, so you gotta raise it, you know, together. And when they mean together, they mean fucking together. You know, yeah. and your parents will decide the wedding date, uh, where you're, you know, you'll figure out, you know, uh, they'll buy a house for you. Mm-hmm. And then you'll live there, you know, <laughs> together. Um, so hopefully so the, the people that care will make the right decisions, you know? Yeah, hopefully there's people that care might make the right decisions because, uh, you know how it is, it, 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 it's, they, they definitely need to be separate because it's like that, that, that dynamic, that abuser dynamic, you know, the, the, the manipulation, the, the, uh, working over the person, the, uh, the lessening of the person, uh, to kind of feel, make them feel trapped, uh, could, uh, could be so, so scary. Uh, and I'm glad that she's free. I'm also, I mean, we could, we could go on and on about team, like I said, team Opa didn't mean it, but honestly, they're just not, this is not worth our time. <laughs> it's just, it's like, I try to be serious about this and every time you say that, it cracks me up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is, it is, it's like, it is ridiculous because it's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, team Opa didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, uh, Team Breezy's gonna have to get on their level. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Wait, I, also, day, I also, I also, there's also, can we just say, there's also some fucking shade in this article. Which one? The, the that, last one? The, yeah, the bit at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> um, on a sort of, on a sort of related note, on a I'm throwing shade note, like, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like, uh, either way, no matter what the outcome of this specific part of the overall events ends up being, it's important to remember that he's still a piece of shit. <laughs> no, no, no. There, there's a part in here at the very end where they're just like, um, on like the on a related note, oh, like yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fuck is up with the rest of the K-pop outlets? Yes, the prominent international K-pop outlet sounding so thrilled about them. Yeah, this is the the first article where where we found about the pregnancy and the possibility of them being together. Uh the title of all K-pop's article was Kim Hyung Jung, uh, rumored to be reconciled with ex girlfriend and becoming a dad. Yeah. Yay. Rumors say that idol Kim Hyun Jung is expected to become a baby daddy in September. Exclamation part, because this is exciting and positive. <laughs> and even the Korea Boo article, who, uh, at this point, I, I, I Korea Boo's kind of dumb. <laughs> Korea Boo is, Korea Boo is like the, I think I've said it before on the show and I'll say it again. They've become the buzzfeed of K-pop. Because it's yeah. all listicles and poorly written articles and like dumb headlines. I found so many mistakes on on Karibu. It makes me sad. Uh, 
Which is if it was a personal blog, I wouldn't care, but it's, it's, they're working out deals with like fucking dispatch and all these people where they're being a legitimate news art, news, uh, outlet, but they yeah. still kind of are being amateurish. Yeah, whatever. Hooray, booze. The nice shade. Uh, that's why I love Asian Junkie. Throwing, slanging them, slanging that shade like nobody's business. Uh, speaking of Asian junkie articles, uh, moving on to, to a different abusive relationship. Uh, Sully's biggest on only fan site closed, which is awesome because the admin is crazy. <laughs> uh, this is something I had never heard before and I did not know yeah. anything about, but apparently many people in the K-pop community were fully aware of. And when they found about this headline, they were like, yay. <laughs> Because of, because of, well, here we'll find out the reasons. FX is solely basically only has one fan site in Korea, written by a netizen named Jin Abit, who is famous for being extremely dedicated to Sully, supposedly being close to her, and also coming off as, uh, fucking crazy. Uh, we'll get to this later. In any case, after a bit of a Twitter rant, Jin Abit closed the fan site supposedly for good. Uh, and then there's a bunch of comments about her from, uh, Netizen Buzz. The Nelson reaction seems to, to sympathizes with the fan site admin, even inferring that she's being gracious for not dropping bombs on Sully's private life. How nice. That in part reflecting, reflects their own feelings about the fandom, uh, and it also reflects the general sentiment about Sully at the moment. You know, people blaming her for the hi- FX hiatus and, uh, and all of that. And her getting with Choiza, uh, you know, and, and, you know, they're not about, they're not mad about the relationship. They're just mad about being betrayed. Whatever. Um, however, even the favorable descriptions, descriptions of Janabit by the Nessums themselves, you can see this is sort of creepy, right? <laughs> she looked at Sully as a daughter type figure, obsessed over her since the day she debuted at 15 back when Janabit was 25, reserved flowers and cakes for Sully until she was 60. Then threw a fit and stopped supporting Sully for quote unquote reasons coming soon. And there's also a few comments alluding to other Sully fans disliking Jinabit. Uh, why would that be exactly? Well, Jinabit has the only Sully fan site because she has a well-known history of going to whatever necessary lengths to make damn sure she has the only fan site for Sully. And this is something that I saw in another, in like the Reddit article, uh, Reddit, um, uh, uh, discussion. Was people commenting how she would like harass all these other fan sites and then use the fact that she was the only Sully fan site to kind of make it seem that she was only, you know, she wasn't popular. So she got really close to uh, her as a, her, the only, you know, uh, Sully fan site runner. Um, mm-hmm. which sounds kind of familiar. Almost like we had a little bit of an article related to a different thing. Hmm. Let's see. I think I read something that was that that makes me think of this. Oh yeah, women may lack social support. One of the hallmarks of an abusive relationship is an abuser isolating the victim from her support network, including friends and family. Since it happens over time, often victims of domestic violence don't even realize what's happening until it's too late. <laughs> Did you just spin this? <laughs> Domestic abuse. Abusive oh, relationship is an abusive relationship, no matter, you know, a rose is a rose, yeah. you know. Uh, 
No, this, this is this is fucking this is crazy on on level nine. You know, like yeah, yeah. And then just... they they straight up uh, compared it to Kathy Bates in Misery. Um, you know, uh, it's normal. You know, if you're creeped out right now, don't worry. It's normal to be disturbed by somebody who reminds you of a real life version of Kathy Bates. Uh, you know, uh, rather, you know, it, it is, it is interesting to look at that. And you know, she's apparently still continuing to try to spread rumors. She shut down another Sully fan site and made, you know, to the point where they felt they had to apologize to her. <laughs> they, they, damn. they, they <laughs> like, to, to Gina Bear herself was like, <laughs> that damn. Like, that That's is work. Shit. Like she put in, yeah, she put in work to, to harass these people out of the out of their business. Like she mobbed them. She went, she went in, kicked, kicked, kicked in the glass in their shop, and then said, "You should pay me for protection." Yes. And they were like, "We should." <laughs> You're um, right. Yeah, and then like this is starting to fall on you know members of Red Velvet and and other things that she's trying to like. She's trying to spin her, her anti-Sully rants into, you know, being considerate of the other members, even though she's long spent time shitting on the other members and hating on them, you know. Uh, it's, it's all very delusional. And, and I said before, uh, we started, uh, that, and it's a comment that somebody has, else has, uh, pointed out that it, it feels like she could end up being another Yolanda. Like, oh goodness, yeah. And that's scary. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> you know, Selena, we still miss you, Selena. Uh, we don't, we don't want to end up with a Selena, uh, situation. Uh, but this is kind of scary. Like, I, I, hopefully it doesn't turn into, hopefully she is actually going away, though people assume that she's just kind of just t- throwing a tantrum and she could do another crazy thing, but, uh, hopefully she is going away because she's she's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. She's kind of crazy. A little bit. Choke him. Yeah. Choke him. Um. All right. So before we finish, I don't want to end on crazy. I want to end on a couple of fun articles. Uh, one interesting. We I, we like to periodically do this whenever there's whenever the girl group rankings start to come out. You know, we're like, we start to play our, our own fantasy, uh, idol sports, you know, thing and start to keep track of how things are going. Uh, you know, our, our boys at Sports Chosen have, have brought out another girl group rankings. Uh, now, you know, 2015 girl group rankings, 21 in girls generation occupy shaky first place, quote unquote, which is interesting. We'll talk about that. Miss A and FX take a hit. I think they haven't promoted a while, of course. Uh, media outlet pro, pro I'm, shows I'm gonna, I want to say this really quick, right? We're we're in 2015, right? Mm-hmm. We're we're into a new year, and I think it's one of these things. And then a lot of this has been talked about a lot, like you know, when like all the Oscar shit going on and all this kind of stuff, right? You gotta stop ranking people in in like oh you know like what's gonna happen this year based on previous things because I don't even really think to it like I liked I liked Crush I really liked Crush I don't really think it was 
good enough for them to be ranked first place this year going in, you know? Uh, um, and I, I don't really, I don't really have too many feels on the Girls' Generation album that was released last year. I thought it was really good. I know we we kind of compared and contrast both of them. We did our kind of fandom headbutt, yeah. <laughs> in a sense, uh, with those. But I don't know. I think I think kind of Miss A and FX kind of had better showings that year. I know FX didn't really get to show as well as they would have, but yeah. I think a lot of the work that they put in last year is starting to pay off for them a little bit this year. Missy, um, Missy hasn't, well, Missy didn't, uh, promote last year. I think Hush was like the previous year, wasn't it? It was the previous year. Oh, maybe it was. Promoted. Okay. Yeah, they haven't, they didn't promote it to the 14. It was a lot of just Susie doing her thing and, uh, Min doing her thing and, uh, Wang Fei Fei being un- unutilized for God knows what reason despite being the best looking member of the group. Come on, give Fei, give Fei some love. Uh, but let's look at the, at the rankings. Of course, they kind of set this up. It, it seems like it's more of an ongoing thing, like a, like a fluid, uh, change it as it goes along kind of ranking based on, on career, I guess, I would, you would say. So you have the unsurmountable wall, which is girls generation 21 is the star. Uh, and we remember what that, where they kind of, they jumped into that spot. We have in between the the two rankings. We have Girls Day making some headway, uh, you know, moving up half a rank right in between. Uh, so they're on their way to that insurmountable wall, supposedly. Uh, we have A Pink at the national star level jumping up a spot. Uh, we have I think the biggest, well, one of the biggest jumps was just AOA jumping into that almost national star level. Uh, and, and it's all thanks to Jamin's, uh, hip hop credibility. Uh, well, just... <laughs> um, we have the social, we have the social light level, uh, with secret four minute FX and Kata. Uh, Kata you know, being able to kind of stay strong this year despite the member changes, but bringing mm-hmm. in Youngji, having a solid comeback with Mama Mia. Uh, you know, Youngji was a personality that people at first questioned why she was in the group, but then realized, oh, she, she works well and she's funny and she's fun. Um, and FX kind of taking a hit because of the abbreviated comeback, even though the album was fantastic. Um, it, it, it was the abbreviated comeback. Uh, so, you know, FX kind of being, you know, dropping down from national star level to socialite level. Uh, we have a new entry, EXID jumping in at the mania level, kind of, yeah. uh, right in there with, uh, Miss A and Nine Muses. Miss A, of course, dropping down because they haven't had a comeback in a while. They are coming back this year, so they could kind of push themselves up a bit. Uh, and then Nine Muses just recently came back. The, they are constantly changing members, so it's hard for them to gain momentum. Uh huh. We have the popular Maginot line. Tiara, who, you know, is sitting there, despite the fact, you know what? Tiara probably doesn't care. <laughs> uh, at this point, they're kind of doing their own thing, and, and just the fact that they're, they're one of the only idol groups, I think the only girl group, idol group, that has their original debut lineup at this point. 
uh, which is crazy. Uh, then we had Dalshabet and Crampop kind of dropping down the level from the Mania level. Uh, just because Crampop hasn't really, uh, promoted a lot, uh, in a while, like since I, uh, just doing little things here and there. And then Dalshabet, uh, hasn't promoted since Big Baby Baby, but they are coming back soon. Uh, and then Halloween is just kind of being there. And we have, you know, last but not least, the nominee level. We have Bestie, uh, Mamamoo, uh, Red Velvet, G-Friend, and Sonamoo. Um, so some interesting rankings. Like it's, it's, it's very much like the fluid, this is how they are at this point based on everything. Uh, so it, it's, so we'll have to see how things change once comebacks happen. And if, you know, Miss H, you know, bounces back, hopefully. Um, yeah, I think they can. Fr- I, I, I feel like Miss A does a lot of cool things. Um, I, I, I've kind of, I want to put my money on for a minute. <laughs> like, I think just that's on, where just I'm going to put my money. Yeah. yeah. We might, they might be jumping up a little bit just based on crazy. Uh, it's funny. A lot, a lot of other people are kind of, Taking, uh, crazy to be like, uh, which I kind of picked up a little bit was just like, it's so, it's too much, not them. And I'm like, no, it's, 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 it's like more like hot issue. It's more like hot issue, more like Hannah's change, more like, uh, also, I had somebody say something really disrespectful, which was, Hannah sounded like CL. On that track, oh I was like, I was like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? Was uh, like, and GM was fantastic. God damn, I love that track. Um, yeah. all right. So one last little headline, just so we can uh, leave on some silliness. Uh, time to quit your job. Company in Japan now hiring for the okay. position of ninja master. Um. Do you ever get a little down in the dumps uh, immediately I'll following t- a major holiday? Make them up. We're- yes. Do the day after Christmas, for example. Many people miss the goodwill and excitement they felt just <laughs> 24 hours before. That's how we're feeling right now. Since we're all, we got almost a full 12 months to wait until the next Ninja Day. Really, wouldn't it be great if we could keep the spirit of Ninja Day in our hearts all year long? Yeah. Uh, I, I see the word, <laughs> there's a way to do just that. As one company in Japan has put out an honest-to-goodness help-wanted ad for a ninja master. Uh, what? Twitter user Hojinga recently shared the job posting he came across on a government-run employment website. While it's likely most visitors to the site are searching for office work or perhaps positions in the service or industrial sectors, one lucky candidate can walk away with gainful employment as a ninja dojo instructor. Uh, the Who could it be? Could it the be employer me? The employer is listed as Koka Kanko Kaihatsu Kabus Shiki Gaisha. <laughs> I'm in love with no. the Koka. You work for the KKKK. 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 One extra K. Uh, 100% convinced oh, it's not a cover up. for... You forget that last K, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like... Wonder, and we're not 100% convinced it's not a cover for a clan of Shadow Warriors. The organization's name translates to Coca, Coca Tourism Development Incorporated. 
Uh, so like a front. <laughs> According to the posting, the selected candidate will be working in Shiga Prefecture's Coca City. I'm in love with the Coca. Uh, the same town where last week some civil servants performed their duties dressed as shinobi in honor of the local area's ninja heritage. Specifically, the professor, professional ninja will be plying his or her trade at the Koka Ninjutsu Village, which houses a ninja-themed museum, ninja house equipped with trap doors and other contrivances, and a ninja training center where visitors can receive instruction in one of nine different shadow arts. Um... And then it shows pictures that look like Takeshi's castle. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Are you applying to be a ninja master? I think this is just a new Takeshi's castle. I think that's what happened. I think we're being trolled. They say it's a job. You're really just going to be falling into a fucking water pit every day. (laughs) (laughs) While their cameras running. Yeah, while Takeshi laughs at you. Uh Uh-huh. But no, I'll, I'll apply to be a fucking ninja warrior. What are we talking about? Eight up to eight fifty an hour? Hell yeah, that's a, that's a little more than I make now. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, fucking, I'll run around and be a ninja. Yeah, like you know, the pant like lime green pajamas, uh, you know, trying to walk on the water. Hmm. Fantastic. Can't get a, ask for get more. A little, get a little apartment right outside of fucking. Uh, Akiabra? Yeah, let's do that. I don't know. Wait, hold on. Where is this place? Because that might be a fucking trek every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shiga Prefecture. You're going to have to figure out where Shiga Prefecture is. Uh, um, Coca City. Uh, which is, which is a funny name in and of itself. Coca Actually, City. You probably have I think, to live. I think I, I think I technically live in Coca City, but in kind of a different way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's something uh, different. But, you probably you probably have to live in the village. Yeah, which is fine. Uh, but yeah, could be people out there aspiring ninjas. Uh, apply, and you shall find your destiny. Uh, just if you see uh Naruto, uh, kick him in the balls for Kaz. Yeah, please. Because I'm so over it. I'm so over it. So done with it. Uh, but yeah. That's it for another fantastic episode of Halujuku, where we confirm that Koka is just outside of Kyoto, uh, and say, Kaz, what have you got going on in your neck of the woods? Nothing, because I got so much work on my plate and so many things to finish that I literally want nothing. <laughs> I want, want for nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, just, just the normal things about that me slash King Kaz, King Kaz on Twitter. Uh, and, yeah. and that's, that's really it. Just stuff under his. Let me finish things. Yeah. Just let me finish things. Stuff under his name, King Kaz, about that me slash King Kaz. You can see my stuff. I'm at PD Rave, about that me slash PD Rave for all my stuff. Uh, the show is Halijuku, uh, Halijuku.com, uh, Kpoppodcast.com. Uh, you know, all, just check out the show. Follow yeah. us, subscribe, share, like, uh, do the things, follow the things. Uh, Until next time.
Hasta los huevos. Bye. 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 Bye.